Hello, 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 and welcome to Useless Motivation. I am your person, Barney Barn Barn. I'm not your host. This is something that I learned recently. Because you can't have a host if you don't have a guest. This is one of the many, many constructive criticisms I have been lovingly given by friends of mine. I want to start by saying hello to all my friends who've been writing. I actually have had a handful of friends write me really, really wonderful, mostly like 99% wonderful um, reviews and responses. And it's just been really, it's been really nice that people have, uh, you know, they seem to have enjoyed hearing my voice in their head for 20 minutes. So I really want to thank them. Um, I was given some criticisms. Uh, one of them was uh, from a friend who said, you can't call yourself a host when you don't have guests. So um, I'm going to try and stop doing that. Some of the other criticisms were uh, ones that I appreciated and I even understood and I even think that they're probably right. But that doesn't mean I'm going to do them. And that's because you're not the boss of me. Seriously, the issue today in the title is called control because you can't control anything. I'm being a little um, vague today, aren't I? Um, a, a few people, a couple friends of mine, uh, and it's interesting, I had two friends, and I won't name them, but if they listen, they'll know who they are. One of them just listened to my first one and just was was basically worried that I was triggering people. So let me start again, like, and I should start every podcast like this. This is Useless Motivation, where we say life is meaningless, so you might as well make the most of it. But we also think life is valuable. Just because it's meaningless doesn't mean it's not valuable. So if you're actually really feeling super down and like really despaired, if you're full of despair, do not listen to my podcast because I am, I am uh, sardonic and uh, cynical. And, you know, I just think you should call a doctor and, you know, do other stuff. Because even though I say life is, is meaningless or useless, it doesn't mean I don't think it's worth living. I know that sounds like I'm trying to walk it back. I'm starting to sound political. But it's, it's actually, and I think I explained this in the first podcast, like, my idea, the whole concept of useless motivation is that there really is no point in making long-term goals. There's no point in aiming to be happy. There's no point in trying to overcome our animal instincts because I don't think we can while we're trapped in these animal bodies. It doesn't mean I think there's ever going to be anything else. I mean, because the bottom line is that maybe all we have is these animal bodies. So we have to make the most of it. We have to try and, and be not satisfied because that sounds like you're giving up. I don't want anyone to give up. I just want you to realize that every moment of life is fucking precious, okay? I'm just saying you can't plan for the preciousness. The preciousness comes upon you after this moment and then this moment and then the next moment. 
got a little allergies today. Pardon my sniffles. So that's that's what I'm going on about. But let's get back to the main issue, which is control. So so that was one criticism, and then the other criticism was um, basically, you know, I should um, be a little. You know, again, this is now uh, we're in May of 2019. This is actually the day I'm recording this. The day that Robert Mueller finally came out and said his piece. It's not a political podcast. I'm not going to deep dive on it, but it is a point in history, and I'm curious what the future. Hello, future. I'm curious what the future thinks of this moment because it's it's a little freaky. You know, the the this this whole edifice of the United States that we thought was, you know, rel- you know, we all think it's flawed and whatever, but, you know, it always felt sort of secure in the last couple of years. It hasn't because we have a buffoon for president. That's me uh, stridently not taking the advice of another friend who said I should be a little more um, even-handed if, when I do go into political stuff. And um, I, I and I agree with him. I, I probably should be, but he's not the boss of me. And and I'm sorry, but I think we live in a moment where, when someone looks back in history, what did this guy say about this insane person who was in the White House? Oh, he was honest. He he said what he felt about it. You know, I mean, basically the argument was don't fight Trumpism with Trumpism with name calling and and um, you know reductive uh, uh, that if I'm going to fight somebody like the president we have now with a reductive certitude, that's kind of the same thing that most people are criticizing him for. So trying to, you know, he can't fight stupidity with, uh, he can't fight ignorance and presumptuousness with more of the same. So I think he's right. But I think Trump's a dick, and I like to say it, and it's my podcast, and you can't control me. Um, right now, I'm just being a complete baby, but I, I do. It, it, I'm realizing this that that I here. Here's the other thing. So after reading a couple of criticisms, couple, and, and here's the thing. This is my. I want to start by saying this is my negativity bias. Most people say really positive shit, and here I am harping on the, the two little things that people said to me. Um, I know we're not supposed to talk about Louis C.K. anymore, but uh, he once uh, was talking on a talk show about like when he's like playing in a huge Madison Square Garden or whatever, if there's two people who aren't laughing, that's the only people he looks at. And again, I think this is a negativity bias. Of course, now no one's laughing at him. <laughs> They're laughing at him, not with him anymore. Um, but I, I, I think it's more of that negativity bias that I'm concentrating. You know, I got like, a bunch of emails and I'm concentrating on, on, on two pieces of, of two, uh, two comments that people made. But, um, you know, so it goes back to the negativity bias. And again, it, like, I'm, you know, it's like, oh, I shouldn't have that negativity bias. Remember what I said in the first podcast. You can't, you can't fight it. You can't fight the animal instincts and the, the limitations that the physical universe are putting on us. You know, it, it doesn't mean you shouldn't try to fight it, and it doesn't mean you should give in to it. But, or let's put it this way, if you're going to fight it, don't expect to win, okay? So, um, so you know, it's control. It's like, what can we control? Can we control what other people do? 
can we control how other people criticize us or 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 you know tell us how to vote or how to think or what to say on a podcast like this. So after I got these little criticisms, I went back and I was like, oh shit, was I just was I too honest? Was I too political? Was I was I too negative? And I went back and listened to the first one. I listened to it all the way through. And I fucking loved it. <laughs> and maybe I really am becoming the semi-narcissist, you know. But um, I actually thought it was a perfect mixture of self-effacement, bravado, and just Barney's stream of consciousness. I had another friend who, uh, who I actually went and uh, was talking about my podcast like in person, like face-to-face. And he was like, well, show me how you do it. Like, just go into one of your rants. Like, do it right now. And I was like, I'm not a performing seal. I'm not going to do that for you. And here's the thing. On all those podcasts, the first three were in a hotel late at night while I was in Los Angeles for work. The fourth one was at work here in New York at my office late at night when no one's around. This one right now, it is a, I believe it's a Wednesday night and my wife and child are at a function and my dogs are listening to me, but they don't speak English. Um, so what this podcast does is, is I rant, and I feel like I'm talking to myself. I know now that I'm at least talking to like half a dozen or a dozen friends of mine, at the very least. I think it's a little bit more than that. And if you want to share this, please share it. You know, But I'm not going to do a bunch of promotion for it. I'm not going to monetize this. I'm not going to do any advertising for this. I don't plan to anyway. Um, but... You know, do I want more people to hear? Yeah. I mean, I think it's really good. I like me ranting. But okay. No, I'm starting to bore myself. Um, control. You can't control anybody. I'm starting off this podcast with a tune by my old band, Miller, 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 and Sloan, my brothers and my friend Blake. Um, and I'm going to end it with a song of mine that's also about control. And it... um. I Can't Control Myself is the only song that me and my brothers all wrote together. I think it's the only one where we technically all have a writing credit. And I really think it's one of our best songs. And it's kind of a throwaway pop song. You know, it's just a, you know, kind of silly, and I'm kind of imitating the Gap Band on it or whatever, if you listen to the whole thing. It is available on iTunes and Google. Uh, not Google. Yeah, Google Play and was it on Spotify, just as this podcast is. But... You know, it, 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 I mean, the chorus is just, you know, it's just a silly love song. But the last song that I played at the end of this is a song called uh, Change Your Mind. And it's a song I did with my band Astro Chicken. It's one of our last songs. And, you know, that one's a little more serious. And, you know, the, the theme of today is I can't control how people respond to this. And people can't control what I'm going to say on it. You know, if you paid me, if you say, hey, Marty, I'll give you a million dollars to say this, then you can control me. I am a complete and total whore. I, I just said a minute ago, I'm not going to monetize this, but everyone has a price. So if uh, Bill Gates is listening and he wants to put this on Windows 2019, he can. All right. I'm, I'm kind of all over the map, aren't I? And that's okay. You know, maybe this won't be my, my best podcast, but, but I'm, I'm glad I'm getting this off my chest. What are my notes here? Enjoying the moment. Really enjoy the moment. That's kind of should have said before. Oh, okay. I went to the movies the other day. 
um, and I'm going to plug my my more commercial podcast, Mr. Movie Club, in a few minutes, you know, before the end of this podcast. But I've been going to a lot of movies because I'm starting this movie podcast. And what are, what was I? I went to see some like really strange, low budget European sci-fi film, and um, I can't even tell you the name of it. I'll put it on the Facebook page. It's called Atiria or something, and I think it was either made in Finland or Sweden. And one of those, you know, sort of cold countries. I'm such an idiot. Um, but uh, it, it was a decent film, although it was so low budget, you could tell like, they shot it in a mall, like the, a mall was the spaceship. I and mean, they had some nice CGI for the external. But that made you, even though I knew it was low budget, it didn't even feel as real as all the Marvel films and you know, the Star Wars films. But when I walked out, I was, I was so immersed in this world. And it actually takes you right up. It take, it's about a spaceship journey. Spaceship journey gone wrong. If you saw Passengers with um, Chris Pratt and uh, the the Hunger Games gal, um, the Hunger Games woman, uh, it's kind of like that film, but with much lower budget. But it was a very epic film time wise, and you know they take it all the way to like you know what happens to the ship that goes off course like after millions of years. Spoiler alert! I won't tell you, but um, but then I walked out, and I remember just like. And like my phone had died or whatever, and I just remember like so I couldn't check my phone. I just had to walk out and look around and like just really enjoy. I don't know if you've ever had that. Like that's one of the, my favorite things in movies when it's so all encompassing. Then you walk out and you're like, wow, here I am, like in a, in a city, and I'm walking around and like it, like it feels hyper real. It does, it's not like you walk out. I remember going to see uh, that movie Dark City. You guys remember that? It was kind of like a Truman Show but like a dark Truman show. And it was, um, I can't remember the name of the lead actor, really good British actor, I think. But um, I just remember walking out. It, it, the whole thing was like they, they were in a, like the Truman show, they were like living in a false world. And then me and my friend Bob walked out and we were like, what if this was like a Truman show thing? So, you know, I don't know. It's that sort of, that, that kind of thing you have when you're in a movie and you walk out and it's suddenly even more hyper real. Those, my the point of this podcast is to make you think of those kind of moments to try and bring that zen like nowness to uh, to not every minute of your day because you couldn't function if you did but like to, to you know when you have a moment to yourself when you're not on your phone you're not at work you're not on a call you're not on your computer you're not taking care of your kids just to really just. Except, you know, just think for a moment, hey, I'm living in this. I'm living here in this world with the stuff around me. I'm walking through it. I feel okay at the moment. I'm not dying. No one I know is dying. Knock wood. You know, just if you have a moment where it's boring and maybe nothing exciting is happening, but nothing terrible is happening, that's a magical moment. And you can't control that. I'm trying to bring it back to control. All you can control is your experiencing of it. All you can control is your noticing it. And even that, I mean, this can turn into a philosophical conversation about free will and stuff. You know, I, my take on free will is that we have the illusion of free will, so we might as well act on it, okay? But at the end of the day, you can't control anything you did, okay? So you're not really controlling yourself because the thoughts, think about it, your thoughts just come up. You know, when my friend was asking me to do this, I can't do it because I get in a mood where I'm by myself. This is the only way I can do these rants. But if you think 
for a moment when you're by yourself. And I'm kind of paraphrasing this from a book I read about free will, but the thoughts just come up. You, you don't you don't produce the thoughts. You don't think I'm going to think this thought now. The thought comes to your head, and then then you you know at least you feel like you have control over whether it comes out of your mouth. I don't think I have as much control in that department as most people. But, you know, the, the thought itself, whatever you're thinking, that thought is coming to you, all right? And then once, whether you've said it or not, or if you've just thought it, you go back in the past, oh, I wish I hadn't thought that. I wish I hadn't said that. I wish I hadn't done that. How how can you wish that you hadn't done something? It, it almost makes no sense. It's It's a tautological is that the right word it's like a it's like a loop how how can you not have done what you were going to do i'm a film editor all right so i can look at film and i often look at people i go back and forth and you you see someone flub a line or whatever and you're like oh why did they flub that line it's like well because they always flub that line because that's what it is on the frames you know again this could really spin off into a talk not just about free will but about the nature of time and stuff and einstein's theories and all that which i love but don't really understand but it, you can't what i'm getting at is you you don't really control yourself at least i don't so why on earth would you try to control someone else people will do what they do and you can't change their mind you can talk to people you can have conversations but at the end of the day, people react and do what they do. You do what you do. I do what I do. And I can't change your mind. But maybe I can calm it down for a while. I don't know. That's all I got. I'm going to sign off. It's raining here and the noise is annoying me. So I'm going to go close the window. Um, little plug, please listen to my new podcast, Mr. Movie Club, on all the same platforms this is on, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, I think that's it for now. Um, I will put ads to it here and there, I'll probably, if you're on my email list for this, you'll probably be, probably be on my email list for that. My first episode is uh, I interview my good friend Mark Seliger, who's an amazing photographer and a really good director. And um, we talk about movies. I have five in the can where I'm actually talking to other people. And um, it, it's, it's not easy. <laughs> it's hard work. But it's, uh, I think you guys will like it. So that's Mr. Movie Club coming June 1st, 2019. And, you know, again, if you want to write me an email, please drop me a note at BartyBarnBarn at Gmail. Um, if you're on Facebook, we have a Facebook page. Just type in Useless Motivation. It should come up. Um, until then, I bid you all a fond farewell. Stop trying to control people. You can't control yourself. Stay useless. Far away Almost as if I wasn't there So far away Sometimes I think I'll close my eyes And you'll appear The way you were 
stretch Cause I know You will do What you do And I can Change your mind Change your mind I believe I've lost my faith But I believe In something else I'm not quite sure just how it looks, but I believe Stretch. 